Hey sister, I'm Savannah. And I'm Iraiz. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Created for Our Sisters in Christ. We are real women having real conversations about really hard topics with boldness for the truth and love. We sense the urgency to get Christ and biblical truth out there without sugarcoating it. So we decided to use this platform as a way to reach the saved. And even when hearts over for Christ, we're fully trusting the Holy Spirit to lead these conversations. We weren't created just to live an ordinary life. We're here for a specific purpose. We were created for such a time as this. You ready, girl? Let's dive in. All right, so um, moving into part two of that very long episode. (laughs) I feel like that one itself could have been broken into two parts. I don't know. Maybe we'll do make it part three. Who knows? We'll have a couple bonus episodes out there. Um, Y'all will notice that when we talk, we can talk. And there's, there's honestly, um, what I was just saying to Irais is there's a lot of things to be said about these topics and stuff. Um, so without further ado, let's kind of, we'll just jump into it. And, um, we were talking about the gospel, um, the simplicity of it. If you did not hear, um, the first part of this, um, podcast episode, please go back. We'll put it in the show notes so you can go back and listen to it. And I know it's kind of long, but if you just take the time to sit and really listen to it, grab a cup of coffee, you know, I don't know if you're driving, if you're doing laundry, just, just listen to it and listen to the entirety of the message in, in that episode. Um, but really quick, um, we're, we're moving in transitioning into talking about like Christian living and what that looks like. And I wanted to read one of my favorite verses, um, that I don't know, it just, it's spoken to me a long time and, and kind of convicted me, spoken to me a long time. That came out really weird, but it's, it's, (laughs) I, I think you got the idea. Um, it's convicted me about the way that I was living as a person who claims Christ. And that's Romans 12 too. And I feel like it's a really popular verse. Um, but it Mm -hmm. says, um, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good. And it didn't say the whole thing. (laughs) You may prove (laughs) that what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Um, so yeah, let's kind of like start off, start off from that. Yeah, honestly, um, Romans is just such a great book. No, it's my favorite. When it comes to, um, (laughs) you know, first of all, the gospel, but also uh, what it is to be a Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people um, say, we'll start in John 3.16 or, you know, they they give all these other uh, parts of the Bible. And anywhere you start in the Bible, it will lead you to Christ. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of it. All of it. The whole thing. (laughs) um, Yeah. (laughs) But I, I always recommend starting in Romans now because it is so powerful, man. It has everything there. Everything you need to know is right there. Um, just what you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. everything that you need to know that is important for you to know as a Christian, as a baby Christian, even, um, is right there. No lollygagging. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I guess um, let's start off by talking about what it is to be set apart, because now it's it's not, you know, there's the the clear distinction of who we used to be and who we are now. Um, We it's no longer I who live. Right. Um, Christ who lives in me. But also, um, how do you, you know, how do you live that set apart life? Yeah, exactly. Like. How, okay, we hear about, okay, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I died with Christ. Mm-hmm. My old life is gone. Right. But how does that happen? Yeah, what does you that know? even mean? And like, what is that? <laughs> exactly. And then and then what now? Mm-hmm. You know, like when um, Jesus was telling, um, my goodness, I can't remember his name, but um, unless you were born again, you can't enter Nicodemus. into the kingdom. Nicodemus, <laughs> there you go. And... Um, and he could not understand that. He was like, what? Like, what? How can I be born in from my mother's yeah. womb again? Like, yeah. what, what, what is this you speak of? <laughs> and, and you know, I think that there's quite a bit of people that don't really understand that yeah. either, you know? Um, so what is it to be born again, mm-hmm. to be set apart, to yeah. be a new creation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, well, and real quick, Savannah? I want to say, like, 
don't mistake this for legalism. (laughs) I think that... It's, it's it's difficult because, again, this goes back to Christianity in America and the things that are taught in the Christian Western world, This the, the churches here. Like, like, that's not what this is about. This isn't about uh, legalism. This isn't this isn't about, um, you know, the people who sit there and say, well, you're being judgmental, like judge not lest ye be judged. And, you know, that. <laughs> please come on we've heard it all that's not what this is at all um so i just wanted to throw that out there like please again have an open mind and an open heart to what we're saying we're not insulting anyone we're not you know making judgments of anyone um you know we use our god-given discernment and the truth that god has revealed to us and and his word um yeah. yeah so um you know back to to being born again it's 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 the fact that you're a new creation, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's start with the first Peter, um, one 14 and 16. Yes, girl. I'm going to follow along as obedient children. Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, Mm. but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. Oh. Okay, so this pass this passage right here, we you know, it can trigger a lot of people. Yeah, it can. Because <laughs> they think uh this is legalistic. Mm-hmm. If 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 I had talked about this without mentioning the Bible verse, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure people would get me misunderstood. Yeah. Get me twisted. Mm-hmm. You know. Ooh, misunderstood. That I think um <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that I think I'm holier than thou and that um, I'm being legalistic and blah, 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 you know. But this is literally in the Bible, guys, and it's it's there for a reason. We have to always remember that there's balance to to what the word of God says. You can't just like take things out of context or take mm-hmm. one tiny little verse mm-hmm. and Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, Got to read all um, all of it. And, and tr- yeah, you can't just take one thing and try to make a whole doctrine out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it ties in beautifully for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty simple right here. You know, it's pretty straightforward. Um, how how are we to be holy as He is holy? Well, that's really easy. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. That's that's literally what I was going to say. But I feel like we wore out that verse. But I guess yeah. you can't really wear out that verse. <laughs> no, but it's serious. Like, how how can we... I mean, if you put it by your own standards, by the standards, like, of your flesh, of, of what you're doing, mm. you can't. You can't be holy like he is holy. Mm-hmm. But don't focus on your flesh and... and, and your um ability to sin you know focus on on what he did on that cross and walk in that yeah that's how you are holy as he is holy Mm -hmm. that's how you are perfect as he is perfect yeah yeah the because um, you stay in in his in in his way in his the the life that you live through him you know mm -hmm. yeah um the scripture that always comes to mind when we talk about, um, you know, being born again and being set apart is, is the one about being salt of the earth. Oh, um, yeah. I love you know, that one. yeah. And it's like, well, what, what is the job of salt? And I feel like, you know, this is something Pastor Vic would ask, you know, like what, <laughs> what, what is the purpose of salt? Um, you know, it's to preserve and preserve, to yeah. add taste, add the, that flavor, you know, and, and so as Christians, we we are in this world to be the salt. We're to preserve until, you know, the end. And we're here to um, spread the good news. And, and um, we're supposed to be the goodness. We're supposed to um, be set apart. We're supposed to not be as the world is, but be as Christ is. And so if we're here and we're, we're in the world and living in the world. I mean, obviously we're in the world and, but if we're living as we are a part of the world, cause this is not our home. 
this this yeah. is so temporary like this isn't even this isn't even the goal so if we're keeping our eyes on the this world like it's it's our end goal you're gonna be truly lost and you're not gonna have that concept of what christianity is what being a follower and believer of christ is this this world is nothing you know this world is going to pass away and um that's why we need to keep our eyes focused on the kingdom that's you know that's that's the main goal so if we are participating in in the works of this world and and that's the problem with the churches in America is as they're trying to conform to the world, like back to Romans yeah. 12 too, they're trying to be a part of this world. So it looks good to the lost, you know, and the lost yeah. are going to come in. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, you know, but that's not what it's about. We're supposed to show people how we're different. We are different. Yeah. We're not the same as, as Susie next door, who's who's never even heard the true gospel of Christ, you know, who, who has a completely different idea. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything you, you kind of want to add on to anything that I said there? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, um, hold on. Let me think a little bit about it because mm-hmm. I had it and it's just like slipping away. <laughs> I, I feel that, that, that keeps happening to me. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember now. Okay. So we have to understand that even though Jesus ate, with sinners he ate with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the thieves and the liars and so on and so forth he didn't keep them that way he -hmm. didn't go and sit with them and 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 then he joined them in their sin Mm he um went and shared the truth with them yeah walked in love and again like savannah's saying the love that does not tolerate evil but shows the 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 good way the right way to the truth the truth exactly yeah the 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 way of life Mm -hmm. you know and and shows them hey this is this life that you're living is not life it's death Mm -hmm. but let me show you the the way Mm -hmm. you know i am the way jesus Mm -hmm. he is the way and um and the those people the prostitutes the tax collectors the liars the thieves they were no longer that mm-hmm. after they left. Yes, yes. Yeah, you don't... They were new. Yeah. New creations. Mm-hmm. And that's how we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. We used to be so-and-so. I used to be a drug addict. I'm not that person anymore. So yep. why am I going to go and cave into the ways of the world again, putting the chains back, um, putting the chains back around my body, mm-hmm. that around bondage my heart, that Jesus my, my died. Mind, mm-hmm. exactly when he already paid the price mm-hmm. to set me free yeah yeah exactly That's what it means to be set apart and and it it goes even deeper than that because it's not just about actions that we do guys it's about what we allow ourselves to believe in mm-hmm. um what we allow our hearts to have mm-hmm. because where we put our treasure that's where our heart is going to be yeah that's why we need if to our treasure oh yeah go for it sorry <laughs> i'm just like busting at the seams over here uh, um that's that's why we need to place our treasure in heaven so our hearts Amen. will be there yeah. you know that's that's that is the end goal y'all seen that movie end game well forget about all that mm-hmm. this is the end game okay um yeah. you know and and when we when we come to christ and there's that that toxic kind of saying it's like come as you are well yeah come as you are but you're not going to stay that way. That's not the point mm-hmm. in the gospel. That's not the point yeah. in Jesus Christ. And so while, yes, we have a loving God who loves you, who you are, he wants you to turn away from those things. You know, he, honestly, I don't really like that saying at all. I know. Come as you are, because mm-hmm. what what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. He would never tell people come as you are. He would say that's not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Let me show you who you really are. Yep. Yep. And then, bam, share the gospel with them. Yeah, that's how we should be, church. But but we've we've lost our salt. Mm-hmm. A, a matter of fact, I think we've lost our passion. We've lost our our zeal, um, our love for what's right, for the truth. We're I mean, not everybody, obviously, but but we're losing that, um, especially in in um, Western you know Christianity, mm-hmm. because. Um, We've just folded, um, gave in to the lusts of our flesh, mm-hmm. to what feels good right now, right here, 
you know, to the traditions of men, to to the things that that are killing us. They're killing our soul. They're putting so many blocks between us and God again. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that we are the ones that are put, laying out the, the blocks and um, the bricks and the cement mm-hmm. in between. We're mm-hmm. the ones that are doing that. All we have to do is let go and come back to him. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But see how, how tainted everything gets if we lose that perspective. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it starts here, you know. If, if churches lose that perspective they lose that fire that zeal that passion and that's why we keep seeing things going the way that they're going we stop standing up for what is right that's why we see things like abortion um uh, all these things that are happening in our schools Mm -hmm. you know all the kids that are dealing with gender crisis Mm -hmm. um everything that we see is because the church has not been standing up for what is right yeah you know. the world is lost and and the church is at the center of it like the the devil disguises himself as an angel of light and that's that's biblical that's not something i'm just saying like he literally does and he he has infiltrated the church um and it, he he's getting away with it but he won't get away yeah. with it because mm-hmm. you know jesus is we know how it ends yes yes <laughs> yeah. he's already victorious um Amen. but i wanted to read um part of romans 6 too um okay it i'm reading from nkjv it says dead to sin alive to god and so this is really important and you know really understanding like what what is christian living what is this you know being set apart like what is this um but it says what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound um so that's the first part and there's kind of this hyper grace mentality is we can do whatever we want and we can get away with it because we're fine we're saved we're covered you know and while yes we are covered by the blood of jesus um that's not what it's about um but it says uh certainly not how shall we who died to sin live any longer in it i'm gonna say Mm. that again (laughs) i'm gonna read that first part what shall we say then shall we continue in sin that grace may abound certainly not how shall we who died to sin live any longer in it or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into christ jesus were baptized into his death therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we also should walk in newness of life for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection knowing this that our old man was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin that's so good (laughs) for he who has died has been freed from sin now if we died with christ we believe that we shall also live with him knowing that christ having been raised from the dead dies no more death no longer has dominion over him for the death that he died he died to sin once and for all but the life that he lives he lives to god likewise you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin but alive to god in jesus and christ jesus our lord therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lusts and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. I, I wasn't going to yeah. read the whole thing, but I couldn't stop. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. Yeah. So good. It applies to what we're talking about. Man, it's yeah. so, so real. Mm-hmm. You know, um, why? Why? Well, there's another verse that I really, really like when it comes to, to this topic. Um, I don't remember the verse, but it says, um, um, I think it's Jesus saying, why do you forsake um, my father's commandments for the sake of your traditions? Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, 
a lot of the stuff that that we have a, a problem letting go of is because it's usually tied into some sort of tradition right some sort of um, worldly tradition yeah like pride that we have whether mm-hmm. it be because of our family or the way that we grew up or yeah. um for example me growing up in a hispanic household they um there was a lot of uh, pride surrounding like dead relatives and stuff mm-hmm. like that you mm-hmm. know how you honor them and now coming up um uh, day of the dead is coming up next yeah. month and well actually next next week in two yeah. weeks and um it was really celebrated you know um i mean i i went to school in mexico for like three years but um they literally have children like it's a school project thing where you build an altar for the dead um mm-hmm. and and celebrate all that you know and it's a really that's sad a proud thing like mm-hmm. it's it's something that they um hold dearly to their heart you know mm-hmm. and unfortunately um it's because they can't let go mm-hmm. they can't let go of of the person that passed away or you know um back to that first part of the of the episode that we had um the the gospel how each, everybody longs for something and people make up these ideas of mm-hmm. of uh, how to fill that void mm-hmm. um spiritually speaking yeah you know that's why we see so many different types of religions and yeah. practices and all these things because they want to connect to something they right. want to people want to connect their soul longs for god but deception comes and takes them away mm. and they mm. end up going towards all these other routes mm. that do not lead them to god yeah they it's take pride. them away from the truth and l- slowly but surely it turns into this tradition mm-hmm. in their hearts that they just cannot let go of you know yeah and um that's one of the things that we struggle with the most when you co- when you become a christian you're not obviously you're not the old person anymore Mm -hmm. and the world is going to hate you Mm -hmm. it's a sad reality but it's true Mm -hmm. jesus said that that would happen it's not going to be easy (laughs) it's not it's not at all and um surprisingly the hate that you're going to experience is mostly going to come from your family Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. if they're not saved of course because they um they hold fast to their traditions, to what they've known. Right. And when they see you rejecting that, it's like you're like stabbing in the in the back, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's how it feels to them. But in reality, it's not even like that. But yeah. um, you're going to be dealing with a lot of that rejection um, for standing up for the truth. And the reason that we're talking about this is to encourage you not to give in. Man. It, because, again, counting the cost... there's no way that you can turn away from this this um this free gift this beautiful thing that that you've come across that that has freed you you know Mm -hmm. and um the last thing that that we want to happen is um for the world to pull us back right because into deception yeah exactly because they make you feel bad they make you feel bad for not participating. Yeah. Um, you start thinking that, oh, well, um, maybe if I just do this, you know, it won't be as bad. I mean, it's just a little thing that we do for my kids. <clears throat> or, Harvest parties. Uh, <coughs> no. Exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, um, there's little ways that they're subtle, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I just decorate and, you know. I'm, I'm going to do anything, it for God. Exactly. And and then next thing you know, you're full you know, full blown, like, um, participating in mm-hmm. idolatry or, um, yeah, paganism mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's how we got to this point in the church mm-hmm. where there's so much deception in the church because people didn't stand their ground. They, they didn't hold fast to the truth. Mm-hmm. They didn't live set apart. Can I say something they real quick? In. Yeah. Go for um, it. I, I feel very, like, passionate about this, too, because, um, you know, again, like, I was I was really deceived, and God totally opened my eyes to these things, and it does c- become idolatry. Um, I w- Hold on, let me back it up for a second, because you mentioned pride earlier, and mm-hmm. ugh, God hates pride. 
<laughs> he speaks against yeah. pride a lot in the Bible. And, you know, who are we to, you know, speak for God um, and be prideful in that way? And, and it can quickly become idolatry when, um, for example, Halloween that's coming up. Um, a lot, this is something that, and we're not talking about this to cause division in the church and please hear us out, sister. Like this isn't, you know, we're not trying to like really, I mean, obviously with, if you hear us, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but we're not trying to like convince you of anything or, or cause division or anything like that. But this is something that God has like really put on our hearts. Um, But First Peter 5, 8 says, be sober minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, lion seeking someone to devour. If we're yeah. so stuck in that pride, it, it quickly becomes um, idolizing. And if we have to, we have to sit back for a second and really, really look at ourselves. Are, are we so set on defending the celebration of Halloween. Like, are are you really going to, I don't know, delete someone off Facebook because they don't believe in, in celebrating Halloween because they believe it goes against the Bible? Are you going to, um, you know, fight with that person over the fact that, you know, when they clearly, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm trying to really get across. Um, I mean, I do. <laughs> I don't want it to come across the wrong way, you know, but like, like, if you feel so strongly about sticking up for Halloween when it has clearly presented itself as as something that is not of God, really just kind of, like, heart check, you know? Check yeah. check yourself. Check where your heart's at. If you really feel the need to to defend that holiday as as a Christian, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of places in the Bible that tells us to abstain from every form of evil, um, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. You know, we really need to be paying attention because we're clearly in the last days. And again, that's something else for another episode, but (laughs) we really need to make sure that we don't have, that we're not asleep, that we don't have these scales over our eyes and we're not defending something that isn't of God. Yeah. Because a little deception that we allow goes a long way. Yeah. Um, All it takes is that, I mean, seriously, that's how it all starts just a little bit of deception that you, that we give into and the next thing you know you don't even want to be a christian anymore mm-hmm. or you're just lo- you're so lost that you think that that god is not there anymore you know yeah but um i think that i'm, I'm just going to put it in a different um way what savannah was trying to say mm-hmm. um because when it comes to these celebrations and there's a lot of of tradition and and um like uh well pride but Mm -hmm. a lot of um emotional attachment to it yeah because it brings out feelings from you you know people like for example the the number one argument that we hear when it comes to talking about halloween or easter or -hmm. christmas um is it's for the children you know like we we those are the holidays that we make the most memories with our children and you have all these photo albums of your family opening their gifts or um, picking out their costumes and getting candy and stuff like that. And it's you you take pride in those moments, you know. So when somebody comes around and tells you, I don't think that you should be celebrating this, it hits you right there, you know. But as a Christian, we have to come back to the reality that, hey, this is not my life. I'm not living mm-hmm. this life for me, not even for my children. Am I living this life? Yeah, I'm living it for God. That's conforming to the world, too, honestly. And, and, yeah. And, and honestly, like. You're supposed to be teaching your children the way that they should be walking in. Mm-hmm. If, if we're teaching our children that a little bit of conforming a little bit mm-hmm. of this and that is okay. How do we expect them to grow up and defend the gospel mm-hmm. and, and, and not turn out to be, you know, the, the, the typical, um, child that grows up in a Christian home, but ends up turning away from the faith, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. now we can go into the history of these, uh, holidays. We can go into all of like the hardcore truth, about why we should not be celebrating those Mm -hmm. things but i think that the principle 
because people can hear about that all day long and they yeah. can still ignore it. They yeah. don't care. But here's the principle. And this is where it got me to stop celebrating these things is because it was the conviction. Yeah. When I realized that, hey, it's not about me and what I want. It's about doing what God wants me to do. Why, why am I going to go against something that he does not? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, mm-hmm. why am I going to be fighting against his convictions? Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit, literally, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so not even a sin I'm, thing either. It's not about yeah. sin. It's not about, oh, you're sinning if you celebrate this, you know? That's not what it's yeah, about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about, yeah. So, like, the principle that I'm trying to switch to um, of what, what you said, Savannah, was um, why, um, as Christians, we should be so humbled in our walk mm-hmm. that we're open to um correction mm-hmm. that we're open to edification to um, yeah you know judgment righteous judgment from our brothers and sisters in christ because the bible does talk about righteous judgment mm-hmm. everybody says judgment. you know um they use that verse a lot you know we can't judge or whatever Mm -hmm. but if you keep reading in context it literally says by the matter of uh, from which you judge that's how you will be judged so if you judge righteously you will be judged righteously Mm. and Mm -hmm. honestly in the body of christ we are called to judge each other we are because as christians we should know better what it yeah. is, what is wrong is judging the lost because they don't know better. Mm-hmm. That's what that's biblical yeah. judge, judgment, you know. But anyways, um, we should be humble enough to correct to correction. I'm sorry to to be able to be told, hey, I don't think that you should be doing this. It, it's hindering your walk. Mm-hmm. Because next thing you know, I mean, seriously, guys, we have to be brutally honest with ourselves. Why, you know, we can't be allowing our kids, our family, our household to to participate in all these um, demonic things because it is demonic. Um, And we can talk about that maybe if we have time, um, the the spiritual aspect of this. Um, But I've seen it personally. I know what what's behind this, you know, and um, I've experienced it. And and then we sit here and wonder why is it that my son keeps having nightmares? Why is it that, um, you know, my child is rebelling? Why is it that my child is dealing with the uh, gender crisis when every year you let them pick all these identities that they can wear mm. for a night? Oh, this night you can be whatever you want. Yeah. You know, um, oh, this night you can watch a whole marathon of, of scary movies. I've heard people call these decorations cute ghosties ghosties and cute Mm. little serial killers Mm -hmm. i mean you know chucky (laughs) exactly it's like yeah i i I was looking for a movie to watch today and um everything is halloween well yeah and and even the non like spooky ones Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like the mermaids and the superheroes and you know stuff like that yeah, and, and I, I was watching, like, these... I was looking at the titles that they have, and there's, um, you know, all these ha- Halloween movies, these horror movies. And yeah. I used to be so into all that stuff, man. Like, that Me was too. my thing. Yeah. I was so into everything gore and and dark and, you know. Um, and I dealt with so much because of it. And and now I see it, and, and I... I First of all, I give praise to God because he saved me from that. Amen. But at the same time, I'm like, I cannot believe that I allowed myself to watch those things because I know the suffering it put me through, man. Mm-hmm. I would have nightmares. I would, I dealt with demonic stuff. I, it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible feeling. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, a lot of the things that we deal with is because we've allowed it to come. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like we're opening the door for it to it's, come. Yeah, it's kind of like we, we have this mentality, like, and, and I'm not, like, you know, I don't know, because I've been there, you know, like, I, I did the <laughs> same thing. But it's almost like we think because we are saved that we can't be deceived, but we are open to deception. 
You know, yeah. if we don't continue to walk in truth and walk in the spirit, you know, the the realities of spiritual warfare is is crazy. Like it's real. It's it's a real thing. And yeah. even, you know, just allowing like this small part I just want to say, like, if the rest of the world is doing it, why is it so appealing? I mean, obviously, it's appealing because of our flesh. But if the rest of the world is doing it, that should kind of be a little bit of an alarm, you know, going off spiritually that, you know, maybe I should look into this a little bit more, you know, see if this is the right thing for my family. And while it may cause um, problems, you know, with your children, they might get upset. Um, You know, I, I think eternity and and you know teaching our children like you were saying earlier you know like teaching them which way they need to walk that's so much more important than the candy and the dressing up and and because there's a lot of uh, spiritual things that that go into it as well you know um there was something else I wanted to add on to that but again lost my train of thought (laughs) (laughs) so if, if we if we allow our kids um to grow up putting their treasure treasure on on these events to happen for them to be happy like they this is where they get their joy mm-hmm. um we're setting them up because when they realize that that these things you know don't mean anything um or whenever you want to take that stand and say no more you know we're not celebrating this anymore they're going to lose their minds, you know, they're going to get mad at you and stuff. But the, you see how, how it like be, becomes like a, like a problem to that extent. But what we should be doing as parents is teaching them from the get go mm-hmm. the, the right way. Yeah. And so why that? Yeah, exactly. And why, like teaching them the truth, because here's, maybe this is a topic for another time, but mm-hmm. it kind of ties in a little bit with this, um, We've watered down, not not just in the church and, and adults, you know, but we've watered down the gospel so much, even to children, that unfortunately they don't know um, what the truth is anymore. Yeah. A lot of children just think that, oh, it's the Arky Arky from Kids Church, from the song that I listen the to. <laughs> the Arky Arky, it's a kid's um, oh. um, song that they... You know, but they just see it as this fairy tale type of yeah. thing because it's been so watered down. But if you teach your kids the right way, I'm just going to share a little testimony. And it's it's just so powerful, man. And um, it it's this girl that she goes to our our um, our women's group. She's in our women's group. Her name is Jennifer. And um, we were talking about this a little bit. And um she has two kids, three kids, two sons. They're a little older, um, nine and 10, I believe, and eight and 10. And then she has a little girl. But um, it just surprised me so much to see, like, man, this is this is how we should be raising our kids. Um, they um, celebrate at Halloween. They used to celebrate Halloween all the time, right? And um, then she got convicted of it, and she was like, you know what, I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to be honest with them and tell them like why we're not going to celebrate it anymore. Um, along with Easter. Mm. And she told them and they said, no way, mom, like no more. We're never going to celebrate this again because they were so like in touch with the truth. Like they knew they understood. So if you, if you teach a child the right way from the get go, Mm -hmm. it won't be as hard for you to let go of these things. See what I mean? Like from the get go, we should be living set apart. We should be living, um, outside of this world, outside of its traditions and, and it's, um, futile, um, pleasures, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's nothing there for us. I mean, seriously, before you came to Christ, what good did the world do to you? Mm -hmm. None. That's, That's why you needed Jesus to begin mm-hmm. with, you know, and um, Jennifer shared with me that they um, she she had bought Easter eggs. And so she just wanted to hide them and let them at least, you know, because she had bought them. She don't want them to go to waste, whatever. She was like, it's not I, I wasn't going to plan it on Easter. I was going to do it just at a random time, you know, mm-hmm. just for fun. And she told the kids and the kids were like, no, mom. We're not going to, I'm never touching an Easter egg again. Aww, <laughs> they were their little so hearts. bold. I know they were so bold in their faith. And if a child can be that way, 
why can't we right. as parents we should be taking that step you know to 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 do that for our family mm-hmm. if it's really about the kids do it for them because yeah. you care for them mm-hmm. for their soul for their relationship with christ mm-hmm. if, if you don't do it you're literally setting them up to grow up and cave into the world yeah whenever yeah. a pleasure comes along with it well, it's fulfilling my pleasure you know and we need we need to trust god um when it comes to these things too we need to trust that we're raising our children the way that they need to be raised and trust yeah. god for the rest of it because keep in mind like these children yes we we gave birth to them and we're raising them god gave us that gift that responsibility to raise these children but ultimately they're his and yeah. you know we would be doing them a disservice to not for one share the true gospel with them and and um, show them what it it's like to truly be born again, you know, living a different lifestyle, not, not, you know, raising them in a home where there's constant screaming and name calling and cursing and, you know, things like that. And, and let me say, like, these are things I've been convicted of. I had a really bad potty mouth and, and, you know, God, God has convicted me that, you know, you need to stop talking like that. You need to stop getting so, um, worked up about these things. These children are watching you. They're watching everything that you do. And so, you know, for me, like I was raised in a home where there was lots of yelling and lots of name calling and, and things like that. And, um, while I could sit there and say, well, this is how I was raised. And so, you know, and make excuses for treating my children that way or not, not showing them the love of Christ, the true love of Christ, you know, um, I can make those excuses, but it all ties back to being a born again, new creation in Christ Jesus, setting my identity in Christ and the life that he has for me. And, um, setting my sights on, on his kingdom, you know, and, and to heck with these, with these traditions of the world, you know, like, honestly, your kids, your kids aren't missing out on much, you know, the, the, the true gift you can give them is sharing the gospel with them, like I just said, and them, them, you know, seeing Jesus one day and, and being people who make a difference, who share the gospel with their friends at school and, and grow up to be godly men and women. Like that is the best possible, you know, thing. Our, our family is our ministry, our first ministry, you know? Um, that's honestly our responsibility as parents. Like that's literally what God calls us to do as parents. Um, and you know, also adding to what Savannah's saying, like showing them, um, the love of Christ, mm-hmm. showing them how to walk in boldness for the faith. Because um, mm-hmm. then think about it. They learn by example. Yeah. By you taking that stand, oh my goodness, that's going to teach them so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they can take a stand too. Even right. when the whole world is telling you to go the other, the opposite mm-hmm. way, to go the other way, um, you stick to what you know to be true. Yeah. Um, you stick to to jesus you know and and what he's told us to do that's what being set apart is and even though yes we're kind of emphasizing on halloween because it's coming up Mm -hmm. this is it can be applied to everything everything that does not produce fruit in our life that that um, leads us astray that does not benefit our christian walk what are we doing taking part in it there's no fruit that comes from it why why are we going to do that? You know, why are we going to participate in that? And um, we're kind of nearing the end of the episode a little bit, but I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you, um, since you're, you know, so wise and all that stuff. No. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, for those parents who are wondering, what what can we do on Halloween? Like, what is there anything that we can do? Is there... Um, what how can we participate without participating like what what should we do differently that makes it so we're not conforming to the world and we're not participating in unfruitful works of darkness yeah definitely um well first of all um pray with your family you know um there's a lot of demonic things that are going around uh, on that night it's actually uh, a very very if not the most popular holiday of the satanic calendar Mm -hmm. um 
And I, I mean, it's horrible, guys, what happens in these nights. It's, it's disgusting and horrible. There's a lot of rituals going on. Um, a lot of witches that curse people that are out there trick-or-treating mm-hmm. and it's real it's not like the oh, candy. it only happens in it only happens in the neighborhood where there's witches no mm-hmm. <laughs> like they mm-hmm. they go into the spiritual realm guys like there's such a thing as going into the spirit i mean we see about about it in the bible all the time you know but these people are doing it demonically obviously and they um put hexes on people they um pray over the the candies um that are that are being held out i mean handed out um to go into your household um i would recommend looking up a guy by the name of john ramirez and his testimony on halloween um and and it'll really open your mind to that you know to the reality of the spiritual warfare so definitely pray with your family Uh, if you're making that decision you know what i'm not going to be celebrating this anymore um talk to your family first obviously you know lay out the 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 truth about it and the reasons why and um if you want to offer an alternative i would say um pray there's people that hand out um tracks and stuff like that um i i don't know i've never done it you know i i never do that in halloween i just don't participate in in it at at all but Mm -hmm. um i mean i know that that um you can do that, you know, just be very careful, pray, um, be on guard, um, in the spiritual sense, because, you know, when we open the door, we don't know who's coming up to, to get whatever, you know, they might be, I mean, they're going to be wearing their costumes and there's just a lot of things going on. So definitely stay prayed up. Mm -hmm. Um, I would suggest starting a, a new family tradition in the faith, maybe that day, um, you know, I, I think this is the best um, answer that I can give to this. Um, just sit down with your family and rebuke everything in Jesus' name. Yeah. Rebuke all the demons. Rebuke all the people that are... Because um, there's a lot of kids that get kidnapped on Halloween. Um, a lot of babies and animals that get kidnapped for rituals and stuff like that. Pray for all these people. Um, there's a lot of sexual rituals as well. Uh, pray, you know that's our most powerful weapon guys when it comes to these um holidays and practices and these types of battles is going into the spirit in the into the spiritual realm and taking up arms there so my best advice would be do that start a family tradition where on halloween night you gather with your family you i don't know maybe take communion read read the bible and pray Mm -hmm. pray with them hold hands get on your knees and pray uh, rebuke um, any demonic activity pray you know over your household over your kids over your family that might may may or may not be um, taking part in this um, over your neighbors over your neighborhood um, you know just take arms against the powers and principalities that are rampant during that day I mean they don't rest it's like that every yeah. single day but um, especially in that day you know yeah um, but don't don't uh, be discouraged. You know, this is the fight that we're fighting. Um, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, you know. Um, always keep that in mind because this is what it is to be kingdom-minded. It's to understand that, hey, there's things out there that are um, way above what I ever imagined, mm-hmm. you know, um, that have nothing to do with me necessarily. But um, but I'm here, man. I'm... I'm ready i'm ready to take up my my armor and and fight for the kingdom you know yeah i think most importantly um we we should humbly come to god before him and ask him for that wisdom that knowledge that understanding of the things of this world and and what it truly is and to guard our hearts and christ jesus and and um regardless if you you know participate in Halloween or not, we should, we should be doing that. We should ask the Lord for, um, understanding of the truth. Um, and he, he will give it to you, you know, um, he will give you that wisdom. He will give you that understanding and, and it's not of our own desires. It's, it's ultimately his 
will over our lives so pay attention to those convictions amen take heed take heed to the convictions Mm -hmm. um like savannah saying like ask god to show you what because it's not just about this date in particular it's about i mean because you can literally be celebrating halloween every other day Mm -hmm. you know if if it's what you allow yourself to partake in and that's the principle of what we're trying to say here is truly being set apart you know and um not giving any room for the enemy to come and and mm-hmm. steal your peace away steal Amen. your 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 love your um your family you know Amen, your sister. kids um take heed to the convictions ask god to show you what areas in your life in your household you can um are you what areas are you um have you been conforming to the world in and uh, when he shows you take heed to the conviction you know um and i promise you it's always better god's way is always better amen that's so good i think we'll end it there and um you know we sister we pray that you listened to this entire episode both parts and we pray that it blesses you that it blesses your family and um I think we're going to cue some music here. Um, We're going to try to throw in some of Pastor Vic's music in here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the song is called Treason. Mm -hmm. um, And it's literally talking about that. Like, we can't be a part of anything that's of the enemy, you know, because it's treason. (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's true it really is Um, it's a really good song um it's my favorite i'll enjoy it yeah it's it's really good can my dance Um, on (laughs) (laughs) but this is like the the theme song for these these times you know um be set apart um he god loves you Mm -hmm. he hears you he, he he's watching you and then that's both terrifying and comforting yeah it is you know but man just take heed to, to what he's telling you to do um, and love him above all else. Amen. Love God. Love people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. God bless you guys. I will stay. I will stay. I love being grounded in my identity. Again. I call it protection. I'm deception free. Well aware of the traps people trying to set for me. Cause I fear the Lord. I'm staying woke like I never sleep. Never sleep. Espresso, mind that I had to let go of things I thought were cool Cause I heard guys say let's go I don't count poverty residents in the ghetto More like letting the culture be a Geppetto Be free to be set apart, not blended parts Of a godless society and it's clever art I ain't down with that trick or treat of them killer things I'm promoting life in the gospel of Christ with ministry We'll celebrate with Messiah to pay the price to crush That's debt, don't believe all the hype because It's paralyzing, I dare to rise, I ain't scared of lies I better like to expose dark, not share the pride I'ma do is worship the King. I can't be a part of nothing but the enemy. That's treason, treason. Can't be about the enemy. Can't be about the enemy.